inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump. Desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again. Because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not. Which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted as always to be here with you. Remember, watch the live stream Wendy Bell Radio Network app. All three hours, the good, bad, and ugly. Wendy Bell Radio is our podcast. Just search that, like, follow, share, five-star review. Just keep coming back. We love having you part of our family. You know, we're watching some interesting things in this trickling of truth. As we say, the title of today's show is... And we're constantly intrigued by certain stories, why they drop at the times they do, who the people are quoted in them, because it is most usually purposeful. Remember when Donald Trump was president and they wanted to use the 25th Amendment, wanted to create this illusion that Donald Trump was losing it. He was old. He was behaving erratically, they said, right? We should be able to get rid of the guy if he starts losing his mind. Well, Joe Biden never had his mind. I mean, demonstrably, we started seeing his true decline as he left office as vice president and stole a bunch of documents that he took with him. (laughs) Thank God he's just a well-meaning old man and with a bad memory. So why would we want to hold him accountable for that? Right. But they've got to off road. They got to get out. They got to get off the, uh, the highway to hell, and they figure out maybe this 25th Amendment thing is going to have some teeth. Got to have the right people to drop it, though. Can't be a Democrat. Don't want to throw your guy under the bus. Everybody wants him thrown under the bus. In fact, a lot of people are in the bus hoping we'd then go backwards over him and forwards again. But you need to choose the right person who's going to say, Joe Biden is not fit for office. And as such, we have a constitutional amendment, a protection, which gives us the ability to hit the switch and dump him. So weird that this is happening now. When there is this global epiphany about migration, but specifically on the assault on our borders. And we hear stories of young women being killed by migrants who had been arrested and released by this administration. We hear 
stories of little children being struck and killed by illegals who are drunk driving. We hear all of these, and it's taking a toll. And the left knows it's got to do something to pivot. And the first thing it needs to do is to dump the big guy. How do you do that? Well, they're floating a couple ideas right now. One, he's not with it. Guy's walking around like a zombie, right? Did you guys see the Italian news making fun of him? Walking around pretending that they're Joe Biden and is shuffling around vacant. It is a joke. Our president, allegedly, is a, an international clown. It's horrendous. And it's happening. It's been happening. The other idea is, is Hunter. Hunter Biden himself, right? And we're going to tell you how Hunter has planted a seed to allow Joe's off ramping on this path coming up in the next hour or so. This is an article from the New York Post, and this tells you everything that's weird about this. Here you go. Headline, New York Post. Impeachment critic Representative Ken Buck calls on Kamala Harris in the cabinet to oust Joe Biden using the 25th Amendment. Now, you don't have to know a lot about Ken Buck, but if you paid attention to this program and you've paid attention to all these stupid votes... Be they for infrastructure or it's the Inflation Reduction Act or it was for the CARES Act or any of the number of trillion dollar initiatives which have thrown us into inflation and 34 trillion dollars in debt. Right. You know, the people who are on our side as presumptive Republicans who don't vote that way. One of them most recently has been this Ken Buck, which is intriguing because his Liberty score on conservativereview.com makes him one of the most staunch conservatives in Congress. 96% A. So is it not odd that Ken Buck, the Republican, should be the one to open the door to the 25th Amendment? If you're saying yes, I'm with you. Outgoing Representative Ken Buck. Oh, yeah. And he's announced that he's not running for reelection. Of course, outgoing representative Ken Buck, a past critic of impeaching President Biden, wants Vice President Kamala Harris to move against her boss. The 65 year old Buck, he's from Colorado, introduced a resolution yesterday calling on Harris to convene a cabinet meeting and invoke the 25th Amendment, which which, which requires the VP and a majority of the cabinet to declare Biden incapable of executing the duties of his office. The Republican lawmaker cited special counsel Robert Hur's damning 388-page report released earlier this month that raised questions about the president's mental acuity. That report isn't the reason why, ladies and gentlemen. It's because the jig is up. They thought they had with 85 to 95% lousy news coverage of Donald Trump. They thought they had this in the bag. They thought that no matter what, they were going to throw four indictments, 91 different criminal charges. They were going to have judges who were clearly progressive activists send ridiculous judgments, punishing judgments, mind-bending judgments on Donald Trump. Clearly, that would dissuade the American people from this ridiculous path towards his reelection, but alas, what happened? Donald Trump is now winning. 
all seven of the critical uh, swing states and one Nevada by 10. What? Full out panic. Ken Buck enters the equation, which is so intriguing, right? Unless, of course, you know Ken Buck's story, which was about fall last year when he came out after voting against the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. He's voted against the impeachment into Alejandro Mayorkas. He doesn't like the whole impeachment thing. Does anybody else find it very odd that this guy is now the voice saying that we need to get rid of Joe Biden? Or does it sound so desperately like Ken Buck is trying to get a job on CNN? Because that's what he said he wanted. New York Post from September of last year, Representative Ken Buck eyes CNN job while criticizing Biden impeachment inquiry. It all seems just a little too cozy, doesn't it? Yeah. If that's the feeling you have, like there's no loofah in the world strong enough to scrub the suck off of your body after you hear this stuff, right? Let's remind you if you forgot. The White House's go-to Republican critic of the impeachment inquiry into President Biden. The go-to critic is now the guy who's doing a complete 180. And he's like, you know, I... I kind of see what you guys are talking about now. Yeah, he's really not very with it. Let's get rid of him. What? That's a pretty big walk, I'm going to say. Until you remember that Buck said privately in August of 2023 that it didn't end up being so private, that he was inter- he was interested in a job at CNN. A source told the New York Post after he weighed other options over the past year, including joining a D.C.-based law firm or seeking Biden's nomination to the Federal Trade Commission. I'm going to go with that job is out. Buck confirmed to the New York Post, yes, in fact, he's exploring his options and said it would be, quote unquote, great to join CNN. In what world? Does a 96% of the time staunch fiscal hawk conservative in Ken Buck, who has been fierce in in his opposition to impeachment, who's been a thorn in the side of everybody who's like, can we just get rid of these dirtbags who are ruining our country? Now, all of a sudden, is the guy to say to Kamala Harris, hey, psst, Kamala. I really think it's time for the 25th Amendment. Really? Doesn't it seem so dang cozy? So this is one avenue that they're floating out there with this trial balloon. It's not a spy balloon from China. Don't be confused. This is just a trial balloon. And they're sending it up to see what kind of legs it has. How far is this going to go? Because if it doesn't, and they really need to get rid of Joe in a hurry, Hunter Biden has planted that seed, which we will divulge in moments. All right, don't go anywhere. Coming back on the Wendy Bell Radio program. What more proof of 2024 election interference? Is it possible that the Biden administration had planted an operative inside Fannie Willis's office to target Donald Trump? Of course it is. I got the story next.
I feel jaded. I feel, I don't know. Nothing surprises me any, anymore, right? When somebody says news is bombshell, when was the last time you truly felt bombshelly? Where you were like, oh my gosh, they're doing what? Right? Because you know the majority of people out there in the news suck in some capacity. And that's just sort of the fact. This whole Fannie Willis thing, and it's, it's so unacceptable. All of it is so unacceptable. And yet this is, this is where we are because grown-ups failed to do their own research. Grown-ups failed to push back against a narrative. Grown-ups have failed the children of this country. Exclusive. Biden administration planted operative Jeff DeSantis in Fannie Willis's office to target Trump, sources say. This is Breitbart.com. Would this surprise you? No. The Biden administration planted a Democrat operative inside a Fulton County office to target former President Donald Trump. Multiple sources familiar with the Fulton County District Attorney's Office exclusively told Breitbart News. If the Biden administration's planted the if the Biden administration rather planted the operative, as the sources say, it would would present obviously a strong argument that the administration has interfered with the 2024 election. Remember how they allege that that's what Donald Trump did before they impeached him. And they said because of that phone call, he was trying to get Zelensky to investigate his presumptive uh, candidate or rather opponent in the 2020 election. Really? We have proof all of a sudden now that the Biden administration has done so much more than a misconstrued, twisted and fake news phone call. Yeah. Breitbart News granted the sources anonymity to discuss the attorney's office, the attorney's office for fear of retribution. The sources have direct knowledge of the environment of the district attorney's office, which they characterized as, quote, corrupt. One significant figure is overlooked in the Fulton County scandal concerning concerning Fulton County prosecutor Fannie Willis and her alleged lover and fellow prosecutor Nathan Wade, the sources said. His name is Jeff DeSantis. He's the county's deputy district attorney with professional experience far greater than the average county worker. DeSantis worked on Willis's 2020 campaign, sources told Breitbart News, and was the former executive director of the Democrat Party of Georgia with extensive knowledge of campaign finance law. He was also the deputy director of compliance for the DNC, according to his official bio. This guy is way bigger than this small job. It's almost as though he's there for a reason. Huh. Jeff has also worked for candidates in 30 states, running for a variety of offices, including president of the United States, United States senator, governor, U.S. Rep, Attorney General, D.A., Mayor, as well as for a National Political Party Committee. He has served as a campaign manager, media consultant, pollster, press spokesman, research director, and policy advisors. And sources credit DeSantis with colluding with the White House to target Trump. He's the go-between. 
DeSantis did this, one source told Breitbart News about the Trump case. He is the one. He is the one pulling all of the strings. He was the one that walled her off, Fannie Willis. He was in every important meeting. He was the brainchild behind this. That is the connection to the White House. Citing his deep history and connections to the Democrat Georgia machine, Sources say they were 100% certain DeSantis was the inside man planted in the Fulton County office by the Biden administration. He's the one pulling the strings. Everybody heard Fannie testify. It is no secret that she's not smart. That is how she sounds and acts every day of the week. Anyone, a source said, with common sense knows that the White House has been involved in this prosecution. This shouldn't just miraculously happen. Of course, Willis is not going to prosecute the former president of the United States without the current administration's approval. Sources speculated DeSantis was instrumental in selecting grand juries for the Trump case based on voter registration data. Part of why you're raising money as a candidate is to get money to buy the data about who are your voters. DeSantis, as the former head of the state Democratic Party, he's going to know your data. In Georgia, one, one source said there's not one conservative person on that grand jury. Sources also revealed that DeSantis was a member of Willis's transition team after she won the election in November 2020, paid for by George Soros, implanted by Joe Biden. Ain't it all so freaking cozy? And yet Donald Trump and a phone call interpreted by a sniveling and emasculated Alexander Vindman, pushed out by every news outfit on planet Earth, created a story about Donald Trump interfering. When the real interference comes from the people in charge. So shocking. I know. That's my surprised face. All right, when we come back, halfway part of the Wendy Bell radio program. Remember when Vladimir Putin talked about Nazis inside Ukraine before he invaded and everyone was like, what? He's crazy. Well, maybe not. I'll tell you why next. I remember when this whole war in Ukraine broke out and I would walk my dog, Murphy, through the neighborhood and we would gauge the reaction to this war and it was crazy people with next to zero knowledge about what was going on who one have very little knowledge of the whole geopolitical landscape as i think most of us really are we're kind of in the dark about the majority of of what happens all over the world we're busy How quickly my neighbors got their Ukrainian flags out. Who knew? They were almost like the Palestinian flags. It must have been on sale somewhere after October 7th because everybody freaking had one. Was there a clearance sale I didn't know about? Neighbors went out of their way to tie uh, yellow and blue ribbons around their trees. 
And yet if I did one of those man on the streets with a blank map of the world and I said, show me where Ukraine is, because you seem so committed. I mean, like you're so deeply committed to this struggle. And so for the Ukrainian people, of course, we're four people not getting killed. I'm with you. Show me where it is on a map. They'd be like, wouldn't be able to do it. And then the breathless reporting on it. Bum, bum, bum. This just in. We've got live team coverage. Do, 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 do. Let's go live to our person on the ground who's nowhere near any fighting. What do you know? I sat back and I was like, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous and obvious. And we're getting caught on a bandwagon uh, of a lot of propaganda. Did anybody out there ever scratch their heads and wonder if it's so darn necessary that you and I fund money that we could use for our families, but instead we should be taxed out of the wazoo to give money to a country that we know nothing about? I mean, honest to God, what do you know? I didn't realize that it's considered the breadbasket of the world. No idea what was grown in Ukraine. No clue. Well, we found out about it. Everybody's so quick to put on a pin on their lapel. Look, we stand with Ukraine. We were asking critical questions. Why? Why do we get no updates? Why is there never any footage of the battle lines? Why is there never even an interview that's given on television? Where are the full screen graphics? Where's the breakout stories? There aren't any. Why? Isn't it odd? And I watched reporters fall over themselves to get on this train to follow the leader and make sure they're not the caboose at the end. And I'm like, whoa, tap the brakes for a minute. What did Vladimir Putin say before he invaded? Well, he was upset and asking questions specifically about what he said were U.S. biolabs at the border at the Russian border, and our government lied to us. We do not. We do not have biolabs. That's fake news. And I'm sure all of the hack fact checkers were sent out to dismantle that narrative. Well, he wasn't lying because Victoria Newland ended up spilling the beans. Oh, yeah. We've got about 50 of them over there. Bing, 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 bing. He also said something about Nazis. Nazis. The denazification of Ukraine. What? What was he talking about? Now, rather than thinking critically, right, we're told, of course, that Vladimir Putin is the, is the devil incarnate. He is awful. He is a villain. He is a murderer. He is a relentless tyrant. He should be like Lord Voldemort, hated, never mentioned, always despised. And you shouldn't think critically about it. Now, when people force you with their homogenized and ubiquitous reporting that's so similar, don't you guys get that weird feeling? Because I kind of get that weird feeling. Yeah. Headline. CIA maintains 12 secret bases in Ukraine. And the CIA head was in Kiev last week. This is the New York Times. Now, thinking critically, this is odd. Why would the New York Times, and I would read you part of the New York Times, but it is extensive. They talked to 200 people. This isn't some like 
Well, we'll we'll try to throw something together by the 11 o'clock news. They've been working on this. But all of a sudden, somebody gave the green light. Are we... Are we jumping off the Ukraine train because people are not down with sending any more money? Have they beaten that drum to to the degree that nobody is listening to the rhythm anymore and it's just white noise? Has it become the hysteria of COVID debunked, dismantled and now moved on from feels like it time to abandon? the Ukraine gravy train. And so the New York Times drops this article. This is Yahoo News's interpretation of the New York Times article, just for brevity's sake. Here you go. The U.S. Central Intelligence Agency maintains 12 secret bases in Ukraine along the border with Russia. And last Thursday, CIA Chief William Burns made his 10th secret visit to Ukraine since the start of Russia's full-scale invasion. I mean, it sounds like a proxy war for the CIA, doesn't it? And it makes me flash back to when Tucker Carlson sat down kneecap to kneecap with Vladimir Putin and was asking about Nord Stream. Who blew up the pipeline, sir? You did. That's funny. I had plans. Not you, Tucker. You had an alibi. Your CIA has no such alibi. (laughs) Dirty as nuts our CIA has been. And for how long? If you listen to Mike Benz since 1948, since we fiddled with an election in Italy after World War II, and they've just been going gangbusters ever since. So cozy. Was it the CIA, do you think, that was burning papers when Putin invaded Ukraine in February of 2022? Those burn pits, what are they doing? Is it the meta-biota information, all of the defense-contracted stuff that Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family syndicate had its fingerprints all over? And isn't it so weird that Joe Biden and his crime family are, like, connected to all of these countries? It's just so coincidental. The New York Times, based on more than 200 interviews with current and former officials in Ukraine, the United States and Europe, reports that before the full-scale war, the Ukrainians proved themselves to the Americans by collecting intercepted data that helped prove Russian involvement in the downing of the Malaysia airliner's jetliner, In 2014, Ukrainians also helped Americans prosecute the Russian agents who interfered in the 2016 presidential election. Those were scapegoats. Around 2016, the CIA began training an elite Ukrainian special forces unit known as Unit 2245, which captured Russian drones and communications equipment so that CIA technicians could reverse engineer them and crack Moscow's encryption system. According to the New York Times, one of the officers in this unit was the current head of defense intelligence named Kirolo Budinov. I will butcher names. It is what it is. The CIA also helped train a new generation of Ukrainian spies who worked in Russia, throughout Europe, and in Cuba and other places where Russians have a significant presence. 
And according to the New York Times, the details of the partnership between the Ukrainian and American intelligence agencies, well, it's been a closely guarded secret for a decade. Now these intelligence networks are more important than ever, as the New York Times quotes. As Russia is on the offensive and Ukraine is more dependent on sabotage and long-range missile strikes that require spies far behind the enemy lines. And they are increasingly at risk. If Republicans in Congress end military funding in Kiev, the CIA may have to scale back. And so what did they do when we all said, you know what? Uh, we got a hell of a lot of problems in our country. You want to fight you with Ukraine, but you don't want to build a wall. And so people started pushing back. And then the Republicans voted down the measure to send more aid to Ukraine. And then they came back to us and said, well, wait a minute. Now, remember, the $60 billion, it's part of the money laundering scheme of the military industrialized complex. All that money is going to stay here in the United States. Really, it's job creation. It's really what it is. I mean, it just looks like we're sending money overseas to God knows what to do. Who knows what? Well, you got it all wrong. We're going to be building a lot of crap here, and that's Good hard way, hard, hard, you know, working union jobs. Let's pass it. What was Vladimir Putin really talking about? The Nazification CIA. Get out of my country. I know what you're doing. Joe Biden and the CIA and this administration and Barack Obama and this global liberal world order of sock and all of it, which has thrown America upside down and inside out, is being exposed, threatened. Oh, no. The New York Times also reports that the partnership between the CIA and the defense intelligence of Ukraine began in late February 2014. Under who again? Hmm. Barack Obama, and former President Viktor Yanukovych as he fled to Russia. This cooperation was proposed by certain people, and we've been very cozy, sharing a lot of money and time and all sorts of military supplies with Ukraine and the endless, bottomless, blank checks that have gone over there. What are we not meddled in? Where is the United States government not screwing up global politics? Where are we not meddling in, in, in elections? Where are we not involved? See, you silly people out there, you get up every day and you look at your children or your grandchildren. You go to work, you pay your taxes, you tell the truth, you try to make the best decisions you can, right? You think that your government cares when they're actually fighting proxy wars all over the world? And now the New York Times is reporting on it. So interesting. I want to give you some more facts and figures about this whole development as we also talk about six in 10 voters now seeing what as the big story in this country next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You know, I highly encourage you to 
take a read of this New York Times article. It is behind a paywall. And we pay so you don't have to so I can give you snippets, but you'll find breakdowns of it for free other places. But I want to remind you as we talk about the CIA operated a dozen different places in Ukraine, bases of operation. Really? So curious that this is just coming out right now. And I will remind you that the U.S. took the war to Putin's doorstep. Meaning every single thing the Western media told us about the war in Ukraine was based on a lie. And the analysis you heard from pompous mainstream media talking heads was based on the presumption that Putin, what he did was unprovoked just because he's literally Hitler. Of course, none of that's true. Turns out his accusations of Western intelligence controlling Ukraine were correct. And therefore his attack is perhaps more than justified. When you look at it through that lens, just imagine if Russia funded Nazi militias in Canada, started a civil war, overthrew the government, and then installed their own puppet regime, put Russian intelligence bases and biolabs all over our northern border. Every American would be calling to flatten Canada and Russia. And that is exactly what the U.S. has done here. And Russia is ticked and should be. Russia tried to get into NATO, right? Denied. Bill Clinton. Denied. Not Bill Clinton denying, but it was denied by Bill Clinton's handlers. Russia tried to negotiate nonviolent means to resolve the conflict. They were denied. Russia tried to present their grievances of U.S. bioweapon production and espionage to the United Nations. Again, denied. Russia tried to go to the diplomatic route. The West just cried Russian disinformation while they were the ones pushing disinformation. And remember, Russia also was ready to agree to the terms of an end. And then Boris Johnson came in and changed all of that. The West also went out of their way to censor independent journalists like me, who have been telling you this, at least think critically and look beyond the headlines from day one. Because if the, if the, if the public knew these details the entire time, we wouldn't have wasted hundreds of billions of dollars getting involved in a money laundering operation to take hold after COVID's big pharma scam went away. It's one after another after another. And you're the suckers who are supposed to pay for it. Beyond that, I mean, think about these ramifications the new york times reporting that the u.s had 12 secret spy bases in ukraine and helped topple the government in 2014 there we also know that the pentagon had partnerships with the ukraine biolabs plans for ukraine to join nato all of it and we haven't even talked about joe hunter their whole crime family connection burisma the billion dollars that was held back the quid pro joe and all of it and if you ask questions you must be a putin puppet please no see we're educated and y'all out there who aren't better get in a hurry hurry now, in a, in a crazy twist of, of logic and common sense, here's a poll by Monmouth University. I don't know why it's not 10 out of 10. Six in 10 see illegal immigration as a very serious problem. 
the administration, which is handled by a, a God knows what, the banking elites, the global elite, who knows who the actual puppeteer is? They're losing Ukraine because Americans are awakened more and more to the danger that Joe Biden has ushered in at our borders. Still only six in 10, though. I don't know where the other four are. You guys out to lunch? You're busy watching Joy Reid on MSNBC? Well, this is interesting, though. More than eight in 10 Americans see illegal immigration as either a very serious 61%. Or somewhat serious, 23% problem. The 6 in 10 who describe it as a very serious problem represents a jump from polls taken at the end of former President Barack Obama's administration. How is that possible? Oh, I don't know. Joy Reid seems unaware of the fact that 10 million people likely have come in. And that we don't know who the freak they are. And she says, well, wanting to ship them back is racist. Sit down, Joy. Concern about illegal immigration has increased among all partisan groups. The rise most notable among Republicans from 66 percent, very serious in 2015 to 77 percent in 2019 to 91 percent in the current poll among independents. 58 percent say this is a very serious problem, up from just four in 10 who said the same thing in both 2015 and 2019. How about this? Democrats, even Democrats, look, there is a fringe that has taken the left, the Democratic Party, and has dragged it so far over the progressive cliff. But immigration wakes them up among Democrats. How about this? It's 41%. A similar level of concern among Democrats. 41% consider it a very serious problem. And that is up from 26% in 2019. They know that Americans are awakened to more than the flood of humanity. It's more than the people selling their life savings. It's more than the money-making journey that now has spots along the way in the Darien Gap that take Western Union transfers. It is big. It is the biggest money-making game. And far too often, it is the vulnerable, it is the children. And Democrats see it the same way I do. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program on tap. Speaking of the border, amazing Joe Biden. He's finally going to go. The Border Patrol ain't pleased with that. They didn't uh, basically give him a fuzzy come on over. I got the details for you and the irony next on the Wendy Bell Radio program.